Welcome back. It is time for real. What was what was that? Andrew? It was a little mouse. Yeah. Is there a mouse in this room? My name is uh, Anthony. Joined today, as always, by my uh, esteemed co-host, my best friends. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we kind of work together. Yeah, we're, we're work together. Now you guys got to say I'm your best Was that friend. a question you were yeah, like, I best friend? Uh, well. I am here under contract obligation. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm joined to my left. By Andrew. And then across. I'm being held. distance. Being held hostage. Um, Kevin. Hey, the rules are now you can be three feet away and not six feet away. Yeah, you that's, can. That's you can get oh, I can. Boy. <laughs> oh, that's true. They, they cut it in half, yeah, didn't they? cut it in half. Yeah. And then to my right. I'm Ben and confused about how they cut it in half. I don't know. The CDC said you can be three feet away yeah, now. Yep. Now it's not six feet. It's not three feet. It's not. has nothing to do with the vaccines. Just, just now three feet. And So it's always tough because you're not sure what is real, what is not, or just like word of mouth type of thing but apparently there's been a couple of studies coming out that masks aren't as effective as they first thought (laughs) so that just seems very frustrating but again it's like is that true is it not true it's like who knows just wear your mask be safe be smart type of a thing so be kind rewind yeah be kind rewind yeah rewind all the time speaking of rewind we talk about movies (laughs) and this week we're gonna talk about step brothers but first we're gonna talk about what we've been watching (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> ben wants to go first. Ben, go ahead. Tell us what you've been watching. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. We did see that. In theaters. <sighs> yeah, which is nice. That was great. With the, Is that your did you first experience back? Mm-hmm. Since Tenet. HBO Max. Since Tenet? Oh, you watched on HBO I, Max. I, I watched it. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about movie theater experience, and then I want to hear Kevin's experience watching on yes. HBO Max. So go ahead. Uh. Well, it was just nice to get back into the old place, uh, the place I frequented pretty much multiple times yeah, a week per week. Yeah, before uh, work got crazy. Yeah. How long had it been? Uh, since Tenant. Oh God. Which is a funny movie to say that was the last one you watched because it just the things it deals with with time is like mm-hmm. was it the last movie you watched? Oh my or was god! It the first, and movie? it was I think it was like the week before they shut down again. Yeah, that was like early last year. Yeah, there was a minor opening and then a reclosing. So I, th- I, I think I, it was about a year. I think it was our first time. A little since over a year. Sonic, right? Yes, I think it was. Mm. Sonic. Sonic was our last. So that was that was pretty crazy. What were what were your overall thoughts about? Uh, the movie, man. Utter trash, <laughs> but I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Did you love every second of it? No. Okay. Anytime a human <laughs> was on screen, not as much. The only people I enjoyed was the the mother and the adopted daughter, deaf daughter. I, I enjoyed that story. Their interaction but, was nice. Mm-hmm. I agree. Everything oh, yes. else was such a throwaway waste. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you quite a bit there. The movie is like two hours long, and it's like, this could have been cut down like yeah. by 30 minutes. And it's all from the human aspect mm-hmm. of things. Of like, even it's, I get it. Like, sometimes you need to give reasons as to why are Kong and why are Godzilla fighting, especially within this universe, because it's been established that Godzilla and Kong are kind of both good guys or, you know, quote unquote, good guys that they're there to protect or they're there to do this. So now why would they fight? So they have to give some reason behind it, but it's not something that you pay 
too hardcore attention to, but they could have cut about 30 minutes out of this movie and none of it would have been mm-hmm. anytime you saw Kong or Godzilla. Pretty much all of Millie Bobby Brown's stuff. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the interaction with Millie Bobby Brown and the tech guy from I, that worked I didn't. For I thought I thought his character was funny. The, hey, you the guys only... remember the the third person in that group? Who... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, just... the, the kid from Hunt for the Wilder Shouldn't People. Shouldn't have been. Oh, he's also Deadpool too. Deadpool too. Uh, the only time I laughed was when he said, "Oh, I wanted to hear what he was going to say." Oh. Yeah, after at towards the end. What about you, Andrew? What did you think about Kong versus Godzilla? Uh, pretty much the same opinion. Um, I think I was just more disappointed that I felt robbed of more monster fights. Agreed. Like I understand that it was Kong versus Godzilla, but like there are other kaiju in the Godzilla universe, and it was would have just been nice to get more of those. Like if Kong found. Like, they just brought back other kaiju that they've introduced in the series so far. Well, like the ten that they introduced in the last one? Yeah, Uh, that, like, only four of them are official kaiju. Yeah, it's just like there's a ton of... Yeah, because at the very Godzilla beginning of the movie, you. they open up and they show all the previous guys. Oh, oh like, man, deceased, then they do and... the uh, the basketball bracket thing. Yeah, and yeah. I love and I loved how Godzilla like took out a ton, and then Kong takes out one, and it's like Kong versus Godzilla yeah. I finals. Like, I was like, what? That's not a. That's not. Yeah, I mean the the premise within itself is is laughable as much as I. Uh, give Ben and Lance a, a hard time with you know King Kong because I, I do love King Kong and mm-hmm. uh, relate obviously to that character more because you know being a ape and big strong big strong me like mm-hmm. uh, destroy lift heavy stuff. Uh, you play DK and Smash. But, uh, DK is the best Nintendo character. <laughs> Donkey Kong is. I love Donkey. <laughs> It's personal preference. I know he's not the, the best character, <laughs> but it is. It is one of those things where it's like Godzilla has a nuclear beam, yeah. And Kong, Kong can be as big and strong and be invulnerable, but it's just like all things considered, if they're just like if Godzilla didn't have a nuclear beam, he just like breathed fire. Then I think we have a little bit of a different conversation. But the the fact, well, the, and it's the fact that like because that nuclear beam. Godzilla's just like almost indestructible, and so where Kong is not, it's just like. Well, I mean, I don't think it's hard to be like you know Kong is a Titan and all mm-hmm. Titans, which Godzilla yeah. like they come from the same bloodline of mm-hmm. like they're virtually indestructible. Um, but like, but the, Kong can get like cut up and bitten and stuff. While yeah. Godzilla, it's very hard to break his skin. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. That's one thing I liked about it is it. I went in there like obviously a big Godzilla fan, and I felt like the movie made me cheer for Kong. It was more of a Kong movie than it was a Godzilla. He, movie. But he got his ass kicked like multiple times. Yeah, I thought the his best fighting was the whole ship scene in the water because mm-hmm. I was like, Godzilla is gonna ransack it. It's yeah, he could be fighting in the middle of a jungle in Kong's home, and Godzilla still probably wins. But they were literally in Godzilla's home turf, right? The swimming water. in water with a monkey, like. On a ship, that's all he had. <laughs> Floating I was like, on an aircraft. I was like, I was like, Zilla's about to destroy this boy. Well, and and Kong was tied up for like the he was on chains. Yeah, and exactly. 
Like, I thought this is going to go bad, but I he held his own. Obviously, they had the whole rocket things, but he did a pretty good job of, like, being yeah. intelligent. Because the whole reason why Kong would stand a chance against Godzilla is just his pure mobility. And like, intelligence. Yeah, and like, intelligence. Yeah, uh, in, yeah. The, in the original Godzilla versus Kong, the uh, interviewers and scientists are like, See this? This is Godzilla's brain. It's like a tiny little marble. And this is Kong's brain. It's like a big <laughs> ape skull. Yeah, and, and that would make a little bit more sense. But the movie just, it, again, it doesn't even do a good job of almost declaring like power levels. It's just like, and that's fine. It's just, and, like, just ev- accept And everyone who fight. knows Kong is afraid for Kong. Right. Like, like the whole thing is like yeah everyone we, is everyone we is don't want Godzilla to show up because he he's going to kill Kong yeah I don't think and, you understand yeah yeah, yeah and I think I think that was established and like anytime Kong got the upper hand it was because he had some help in some way yeah no I I and like there's a moment towards the end of the movie where they're just like oh you know Godzilla wins round one and Kong wins round two it's like that was that first of all was that a win. Did the round two. Yeah. Second of all, the round wasn't over. It was kind of like a break in between. Yeah, yeah and Godzilla and I guess came back. And boxing, that makes sense. Godzilla but... handedly won right. round three. Yeah, like... it, wasn't a, it wasn't even a thing. And that was without his nuclear fire breath. That yeah. was just Godzilla going full savage yeah he was yeah, yeah he he gave it to him uh kevin what did you what was your experience like watching on hbo max <sighs> um a deep sigh well i didn't i thought the movie was really bad so mm-hmm. i didn't oh okay i didn't mind watching it on hbo max but i would have liked to see it in theaters especially um something on the level of godzilla v kong yeah. where they're huge monsters that you kind, of, you know, there, there's a couple movies that I feel like you have to experience in theaters. One is Star Wars, the other is like, uh, you know, a big action monster Nolan fighting films. Yeah, Christopher Nolan films, but um, Beca- uh, becoming Win Dixie. <laughs> I'll kill you. Ben just staring up into the, the sky. Um, there's a couple things I liked about the movie. One was, like I said, I, I thought they made Kong look like the underdog, which I think they, they were supposed to do. I was afraid they were going to make him look like Godzilla's equal, which he's not. Mm. And they really didn't do that. Um, for the most part, I thought the monster fights were good. I thought they were they looked good. Um, they were exciting. Um, pretty much everything else about the movie I didn't like. Um, the movie seemed uh, cut up, or like there was a lot of footage cut. You guys remember there was a scene with Lance Reddick and he shows up for like five seconds. Yeah. yeah. When when he was in the title, it's like, oh yeah, Lance Reddick, yeah. awesome. And then it's like, where's Lance? Reddick? Then he's gone, and I'm like, there's got to be more footage of Lance Reddick. Yeah, it was really weird. He had he one there. scene, right? Yeah, he had one scene where he said something, and I'm like, oh cool, and then he's gone. Release the wingnet edition uh, was a oh wingnet cut. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the director. Yeah. Um, so that. Japanese guy was apparently Sarazawa's son yeah. and there yep. was he had no point in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, that was super weird the whole Oh, he did say his yeah. name was Dr. Sarazawa. And I knew that going in the movie and I was like, "Oh, that's exciting to see like is he going to be upset at Godzilla cuz his dad died and there's no No. No, he's just a he's just a bad guy for bad guy's sake. It's just like we still have to have 
uh, an Asian person in this movie, so <laughs> let's... Is he a bad guy? He just piloted Mechagodzilla, that's it. Well, I would have liked to see, like, why I mean, he, he was working with the main bad guy, that's and true. he was, like, controlling... You know, bad guy in yeah. quotes. They could have just made him the bad guy rather than the Spanish dude, because... Yeah, the Spanish guy's like, I'm just bad because I'm bad. I've got well, money again. Bad in quotes because all he's doing is building a titan to fight the other titans. Well, he wants he wants humanity to be back on top. Yeah, the apex predator, which, which is why his company is named Apex. apex. Which is funny to me because the last movie was literally Godzilla proving that he's on humanity's side. To the point where the military teams up with him to fight but, Ghidorah. It, but it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, movie humanity is always like, we got to have a you know fallback plan just in case. Yes, That's he's true. helping us out, but what if he doesn't help us out? And then it always goes wrong, obviously. But I was bummed with a couple of things in the movie of like, they turned out not to be aliens. I kind of hoped that, because that is the thing in um, Godzilla lore is, right, Dumb. Yeah, King, oh. well, they already retconned that because Gahidra isn't an alien. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought Godzilla I thought he lore, was. No, okay. I thought they said Ghidorah was like from space. Yeah, I thought like, oh, I thought he was, did. and that's I thought they his it presence now. threw off the balance because mm-hmm. he was from. A and the fact that Mechagodzilla was being controlled by him, but they didn't really say I, anything about that. They hinted at that, hinted yeah. at it, but it's not. Oh, really that was like, the other thing I hated was that Sarazawa was the pilot, and then suddenly it's like, nah, never mind. Yeah. Well, yeah, because because Ghidorah because of Ghidorah's, Ghidorah's thanks to the podcast guy who was like, oh, it's like some kind of the, brain or something, kind of some kind of telepathy. Yeah, it's it, it yeah. In hindsight, it, it is definitely one of those movies where like going with the expectations that it's a monster beat 'em up type of movie, and I, I I don't think you'll be disappointed. But there, yeah, it, there's definitely things left where you're like, this could have been better. Well, and That's, Kong Skull Island was completely pointless. Looking back, like that movie had no, there was no. Do point. you guys remember? Uh, is it Christopher, Mister Dance, uh, Charles Dance at the end of the last Godzilla, where there's like he recovers Ghidorah's skull, skull right? Yeah. And you don't see him at all in this movie. Oh yeah, he's. It's the, just like wait, <laughs> what the, happened? The and, whole reason the skull is there it was him. And, and you break. Like, it the, would have been better if he found out. That he was the one like behind the corporation. Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah, yeah. that would have been really. I, again, there was just a lot of plot lines and threads left from the other movie. They just don't pick up style of thing. So and then like you mentioned, like little Lance Riddick of the first time I saw Lance Riddick, I was like, oh, I immediately made the connection in between Destiny because everyone was talking about like Kong and Godzilla or Titans. I was like, oh, oh hey, it's oh. <laughs> the Destiny voice of the Titan. That's a good point. And I was gonna make a joke, a joke the next time I saw him. And we never saw him again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. There. Yeah. He no had to go back ridding. to the Traveler. And, and yeah. then for me, also with the dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, the throwaway like, dad. He's like, I'm here and I'm going to, it's like, I'm so glad you're here. We're going, we're going to need you. And it's like, you guys did nothing. I don't know why this whole storyline. Also, was the scientist brother in any of the previous movies? No. That's the other the problem. The one he's like, no, no, my no, brother no. died on nope. the way to the. Middle. That's the other so problem. It's just, inter- it's just they're introducing like six new characters, and I don't, I didn't care about any of them. No, it's, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the weird. Titan verse is just so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's. But it's disappointing because 
the first couple of Godzillas were, I would make it, were good. That first Godzilla was excellent, I think, mm-hmm. is really, really good. And Skull Island was fun. It wasn't a good movie, in my opinion, but it was fun, like, for what it was trying to do. It just, uh, it's, it's continually, they continually try to do something interesting with the humans and they never do. No, Every never. single one of the movies are, it's just bad human writing. Which is annoying because I think it could have gone somewhere if they didn't kill off Brian Cranston in that first Godzilla movie right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, like right at the beginning, yeah. more, more Cranston and just. Oh, yeah, also, Sarah Zawa's like assistant didn't show up again. Yeah, there was like, like half the characters from the last movie weren't even in this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Mm. I know it sounds negative, but definitely go see the movie if it's something you're interested yeah. in. Yeah, I, w- I would say for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, was there anything else that you've been watching? Uh, well, I watched the original Godzilla vs Kong, and that was interesting to see <laughs> uh, the difference. First of all, uh, it was one of the original Godzilla films where he's a villain, and so they go and try to get Kong to fight him instead of them just wanting to fight because they're titans and uh they introduce a ability kong has that he gets super powered by lightning and then a disadvantage that godzilla suddenly has where he's affected by lightning oh that's hmm. dumb to make them equals i guess but it was it was a pretty silly film uh that makes sense and i also watched mothra versus godzilla which was pretty cool i don't think i've ever seen this one and yeah, it was Mothra. <laughs> Did Mothra stand any chance against Godzilla? Oh, she she beat him. She died, but she beat him. Like she Mothra was, does. <laughs> yeah, she was dying anyways. Mothra's she, number one power is dying. Yeah, <laughs> She's the, the she, sheen being of the Godzilla. Yeah, yeah yes. she saves the day and then dies, and then her kids hatch. That's but really yeah. sad, actually. <laughs> yeah. Rip yeah. Mothra. Circle of life. But, uh, anything, anything else of note? Uh... Yes, uh, there's cartoon Solar Opposites. I've been watching yeah, that. Yeah, on Hulu, uh, the second season. Yep. Uh, so that show is pretty funny. For people who don't it's, know, it's, it's Justin Roiland. Yeah, it's Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, yep. Uh, and it's like really silly alien stuff going on, but behind the whole show is this wall of tiny people and a society. <laughs> is that still going? Yes, it's still going. <laughs> and they. it, it seems like the... the Second to last episode every season is just a full episode wall dedicated. story dedicated and it's like specially shot. There's like no like opening title, like it's a special opening title. That's funny. And like epic music and it's so fun to watch. And it's just interspliced all throughout the episodes where there's just drama going on in it and betrayal and death and crazy a stuff. A show within a show. A show within a show, yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. That's, that's great. It's just fresh off the boat, and that are my my <laughs> TV shows I'm watching. Yeah, keeping it going. What about you, Kevin? What have you been watching lately, buddy? Well, um, since I got HBO Max, I watched the Snyder Cut. Oh, oh, thoughts? I watched the whole thing. Um, All four hours. Yes. Uh, In one sitting? No, I actually I think similar to you. I think I watched part one, and then I was like, okay, I'll. I'll do this in chunks and then next time i sat down i just watched the whole thing yeah um much 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 better than the original justice league but that's not saying a whole lot um because the original justice league was really bad yeah but um definitely way better uh 
my favorite character was Cyborg in this one. Mm. That's a, I've seen a lot of people. <clears throat> and I, I dare say he's actually the main character. That, I have also heard that. Almost. And I thought he was much, much more hashed, fleshed out. Um, it I was. Would all, not, I would not disagree with that. I, because it's for sure not Wonder Woman, Aquaman, or Batman. Yeah. They they do character introduction and backstories with Flash and Cyborg. But yeah. Cyborg I is think kind it would of be the a key Flash, to the Flash movie. and Cyborg. Yeah. Because Flash has to change back time. Flash was yeah. much better. Flash was way better. Yeah. Agreed. And because he wasn't saying like a really corny joke every time he showed up, there was actually moments where he was serious. And I was like, I dig this. Um, Steppenwolf was better. It was almost a minor Steppenwolf movie. Like Steppenwolf had yeah. a decent character development. Yeah, although I will say when um, when Darkseid shows up, I stopped caring about Steppenwolf because I was yeah, like, who is this guy? He's like, you know, I have an even deeper voice than Steppenwolf. <laughs> but, um, well, it, yeah. It just, it, it throws you off when you see Darkseid be beat and then... You see Darkseid again, and it's like, wait, you were beat, but then that was years and years and years ago. Well, and and, and that was stronger, also I like now. that was also <laughs> like uh, it reminded me of the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. the elves and the men. That's true. And they all just like beat up on Sauron. That was kind of like the beginning. But I I thought uh, some of the what do they call it? That dark future thing that they are hinting at the nightmare dream. Nightmare, yeah. That was interesting. I, I don't know the comic origins of that stuff, but... There is none. Oh, okay. That Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I, I think it was much better. Like, Justice League always needed to be longer because kind of like Godzilla v. Kong, you're introducing all these characters that we've never seen, and you have to do that plus flesh out a villain for that movie, plus beat him, plus bring Superman back, all this stuff. It's like it's like trying to have an Avengers movie without like yeah multiple like Iron five Man's films and yeah. I still think I although the Superman coming back was much better done. I I still think it was a mistake doing the death of Superman like two movies in. Yeah, I agree. Because when Justice League came out, I'm like, well, obviously Superman's going to come <laughs> well, back. Obviously is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought Zack Snyder did a good job and. I don't know why Warner Brothers didn't let him. He he he, he dropped away. Out. He had a drop his, because his, of his, his daughter, daughter committed suicide. suicide. Oh, okay. That's yeah. at the very end. It was this is for Autumn, and that was ah okay. Autumn. I wasn't sure because, but they they let Josh Whedon ruin everything. Yeah, ruin all, which is so interesting because of his impact on the Marvel universe. Yeah, but then just like all the stories coming out about yeah. how he's not that great. There's all that. Mean. And so. yeah, I think it's a different tone for DC. Yeah. Like he had a good tone for Marvel because Marvel's it's really just uh, action comedies and he's good with that. Mm. And DC, DC it, it doesn't it, not quite. It fits more with the dark like serious tone. Well, yeah. and not just that but like it affected Ultron. Like Ultron should have had that dark serious feel to was, it. He was just a joke. And Which, he was a joke. It made sense for how they wrote the character though. Yeah. I, because they're like he is part Tony. Yeah. Like so that made sense in that way. But then also when you get um James Spader, right? That's his mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get James Spader playing like 
James Spader is such an excellent, yes, serious actor. I was very excited. For a that. very theatrical actor. Yeah. yeah, and that's what makes him so funny. And like when he comes into the office, is he's such a very serious, straight. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff, even though the stuff he's saying is ridiculous, it's yeah. just like how he's saying it is. You're like you're like a psychopath. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So to have him come in and like do quips and all this other stuff, it just it felt mm-hmm. uneven. So yeah, I'm with you. But have you been watching anything else, Kevin? Did you watch Wonder Woman? <laughs> no, because uh, Wonder Woman eighty four is not on oh, HBO yeah, Max, they, and they I was only, they were only doing it for a month. A yeah, which I was like kind of sad, but not really. You're not <laughs> this much. Yeah, you're not fine. Yeah, okay. no, I I don't think I. Those were the two main main ones. But I think I think you can uh, go the rest of your existence not seeing Wonder Woman eighty four. I kind of feel that way. Yeah, I don't because because it it doesn't like the first Wonder Woman movie at least gives an introduction to her character and why these people are important and who she is. Eighty four just feels so it important. It does nothing because it yeah it it doesn't change your viewpoint on the future and it doesn't change your viewpoint on her past. It kind of just like. It could have existed or not existed, and yeah. it changes nothing. So yeah, that it's makes not me impactful in any way. The best thing about Wonder Woman is her theme song, and yes, it's and, so and it keeps playing every single time she shows. Yeah, up. every time she, every time that theme song starts, I'm like, okay, I'm hyped now. Because but it barely plays in '84. Okay, then I want to see it even less. And I, like, it shows up, like because <clears throat> there's a moment where you're like, oh, this is going to be her big fight scene. And then it's like 30 seconds long. I kind of just want to see it for Pedro Pascal. Like, that's the only reason. And I heard even he's... And his horrible wig. Yeah, it is horrible. The wig, the wig is rough, but I actually think Pedro Pascal does a really good job he's, he's for the best, that villain. He's the best acting in the movie. Well, Chris Pine. I, I think guess. Chris Pine does Chris, a good just, job with what he's trying to do. I just can't stand what they did to Steve Trevor. But No, I feel you. Oh, yeah, and then... <laughs> Justice League. There's a couple times where Wonder Woman's like, "I lost someone once." I'm like, "No, okay, no, yeah." yeah. It's like every time you show up, you you talk about this. Yeah, this funny guy you knew from which is robbed because of '84. It's like, yeah, Yeah. bring him back, and it's just like in a weird way. But it's like now when she talks about I lost someone once, but the whole point of the end of '84 is her getting over the fact that she lost. She oh, and and then in Justice League again, she's like, "I lost." She didn't actually get over it. So again, it just makes '84 just so unimportant someone needs to be like it was a hundred years ago yeah <laughs> and you knew him for like a week yeah get over it and then they even make a joke with aquaman it's just like you know every man is a younger man to her yeah that was like, it just, that was funny it just put into perspective like she's been around uh, for a while cyborg people. cyborg and flash what they're the ones that make that joke yeah oh sorry. because they're cyborg's sin- like yeah. do, you, do you think she likes younger men and cyborg was like She's well, a thousand years She's old. Five thousand years old. Five thousand. <laughs> every man is younger than her. Yeah, exactly. That what was about, funny. Yeah. Well, before we get into Andrews, let me do my thing because <laughs> uh, we already know. What's James Spader's best movie? James Spader's best movie? I know his best TV show. Yeah, he's more of a TV. Sh- he, on my radar, he's more of a TV show. Actor, That's right. So. It's Stargate. <laughs> he's in Stargate. He's yeah. He's, he's the nerdy. He's Daniel nerdy glasses guy. Oh. oh. That's funny. That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of movie, going to the movie theater, Andrew and I went to the movie theater and saw Nobody, which so is the new good. Bob Odenkirk oh, yeah. action comedy. It's and, Go see it. And, yeah, go see it. It's comfort food. It 
does a good job of respecting your time. It's an hour and a half. Um, not Mr. Nobody. No, not nobody. Mr. It's Nobody. And mm-hmm. like it has those quips. And Andrew brought this up to me and it was a really good job. It is literally our 80s, you know, action, action hero, 90s action hero. This is a 2020 version of Die Hard or version of Rambo or version mm-hmm. of Last mm-hmm. Action. It's just one of those things where like, don't take it too serious. Rambo is serious. Sorry, Rambo too. Of just like, don't take it too serious. It's just here to see cool action scenes and and great quips. Like there's this like great like um, black Russian idea of like there's this one Russian guy who's black and like multiple times throughout the movie they're just like I didn't even know they had black Russians. And he's like, yeah, I get that a lot. Get- <laughs> or um, like there's a, a great sequence between him and his wife when he's about to go off and the big action sequence at the end, I'm going to go fight the bad guy. She's like, what's going on? What's going on? And he's all like, it is what it is. And it's just like, that's kind of almost like the moral of the, <laughs> the movie, movie of just like, why does it matter he's doing all this stuff? It, do- it is what it is. And like there's a sequence again uh, earlier where he goes to the barber, as he's known, who's just like the essential like mystique information man who's connected to everything and knows what's going on. And then he's like asking questions on like who this guy is. And like he's trying to list like, oh, he does this, he does this, he does this. And then Bob Odenkirk's character's like, so he's a bad guy. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, yep. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like yep that's exactly yeah. like why is he fighting this guy he's a so bad it's very guy. self-aware yeah it's very self-aware like okay. and um it does a really good job of i was talking to my dad about this of like with movies that like kong versus godzilla of like small action sequence slightly bigger action sequence giant action sequence at the end right and John Wick is so fun because it's like small action sequence, giant action sequence, small action sequence, giant action sequence, small action sequence, big payoff. Like it does a good job of like ramping things up. And then in this movie, it does a good job of, again, it's like, here's a cool bus fight scene. Now here's a cool this scene. And then here's the big payoff scene at the very end that has multiple um, inner cuts of like different, here's the fight scene in this room. Here's the fight scene in this area. Here's the car chase. Like it does a good job of like, not overstaying its welcome with action sequences mm-hmm. because sometimes in movies that are just pure action, you're just like, man, this fight sequence is still going on. And you need that change of pace of like, here's a car chase into a, here's a shootout into a, here's a, this, and the movie does a really good job of balancing those items. Plus it has Christopher Lloyd playing Bob Odenkirk's dad. <laughs> dad, who was also awesome. a badass. Oh, I didn't know and that. And RZA. Cool. Yeah, from and RZA. From Wu-Tang Clan. Which is, um, yeah, which is great. There is a, a, like, the first action scene on the bus is one of my favorite action scenes of all time in any movie. Because he gets his butt kicked, he, but, but holds then, down. And, like, he gets thrown out the bus window, and you're like, oh, he, this is like it's over now. Everyone's all beat up, and then he just like gets back up again and like opens the door. And he's bleeding. He's bleeding, <laughs> he's bleeding and he has a everywhere. Knife in his side, and he's and... just like he like rips up the seat belt for the bus driver's seat and like wraps it around his wound. He's like, "Let's go again." Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like round two. Like, and it does a good job because it's his first time fighting in years. In years, and yeah. it's just like here's this rusty guy fighting against these like you know punk. Russian kids or well, a Russian mobster and his bodyguard friends and they're drunk and like it just 
it does a good job of saying, here's a good guy, here's bad guy. And he's just, his perseverance is really well done. Also, they did a good job of Bob Odenkirk, who isn't known for his physical presence mm-hmm. of just like, he wasn't out, you know, strengthening or out quickening these guys. It was all pure tactical base. I have to use mm-hmm. what's around me and my special training and, and how I do things of just like, it, it and I loved that ingenuity. It didn't do excellent. the John Wick of like everyone knows who John Wick is. It was like no one, no, no one, one has knows any idea. <laughs> it's and nobody. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, it does a good job of like his actual code name was nobody. Yeah. So when people keep asking, he's like, "I'm I'm nobody." And so it's just like that's the whole point of his character. Uh, like they have a line where he goes, you know. He went after bad people, but he didn't have jurisdiction to make an arrest, so he made sure no one was left to make an arrest. Yeah, he's like, I couldn't arrest people, so I had to make sure there was no one left to, to arrest. arrest. Type of That's thing. So it's just like, it's again, it's very self-aware and it knows mm-hmm. what it's trying to do. Also, the trailers, I'm, I'm happy that it didn't stick. The trailers made it seem like the entire point of him going crazy ape shit on people is because his daughter lost a kitty cat bracelet and that's and such the whole a point is him getting the kitty cat bracelet and it and it's just this small part in it which is a really interesting and fun scene mm-hmm. yeah um of just it plays with the more uh the morals of what it means to be a good person and vengeance and when to strike and not to strike and how desperate people can be and like it, it does a good job. Like it, mm-hmm. it's a, it does a heartwarming comedy action. Definitely suggest it. It's comfort food in a movie, um, a movie I'm gonna watch multiple, multiple, yeah. multiple times. It's a movie that I, I like. I definitely want to recommend to friends. But cool. Yeah, it's like the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you? Watch and anything then finally, else? what's that? Did you watch anything else? Yeah, and then I caught ca- I'm. I still need to watch the newest episode of Invincible, but I started watching Invincible oh, like yeah, Invincible. you guys uh, suggested, and it's good. Like it's really good. I'm, I'm. It's just one of those things where like there is starting to get a little bit of superhero fatigue personally. Mm-hmm. Like after the it, the events of Endgame, I was like, I, I'm good. Like I can take a pause on the Marvel universe for a little while, and that's why WandaVision. I like WandaVision quite a bit. Is because it, it didn't feel like that till the last yes, episode. They just happened yeah. to have powers. It, it it was it had a more interesting take on it, and that's why I kind of need. That's, uh, I, I'll jump in there because I really, really, really enjoyed Wandavision. I'm kind of meh on Winter Soldier. Same. That's and that's why I kind of <clears throat> wanted to wanted to wait, wait is because like it felt like no matter what they did with with Falcon Winter Soldier is like, it's just going to be more the MCU style, mm. not in the WandaVision. It's very, Vision. very much. The, but it's like, and it's like mediocre. Yeah. MCU. It's like mediocre MCU. Is it? Oh, I heard, uh, like, I heard the last episode was everyone's favorite and groundbreaking and groundbreaking. it had an intense ending, but man, yeah. it was a slog to get through. Yeah. Oh. The, I was the like very looking at my scene, phone most of the time and like, okay, the last scene is the best part of the whole episode. Okay. Yeah. See, and I've I watched the first two, and I have not like I lost the motivation to continue. The third episode That's, is possibly one of the worst TV oh. episodes I've ever seen. Uh, oh, ouch! So yeah. every Friday, it's like, okay, we'll get through Falcon Winter Soldier, so we can watch, <laughs> watch Invincible, Invincible afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Invincible is it does a really good job of like when I'm trying to explain why people should watch Invincible. 
obviously I don't want to spoil the first episode for when I'm suggesting people to it because it, it does a really good job of just like flipping the script on things mm-hmm. and then picking them up. But it, it's, it is one of those things where it's just like, a, it's almost like a slice of life superhero yes. TV show in that like, what would it mean if my dad was Superman and I have to deal with the fact that I now have powers and I have to be a superhero, but showing every aspect of it, not just the sunshine and rainbows, like people die, people get hurt, and I'm constantly having to, like, the world is being attacked, I gotta go save the world, and I, like, I have to use these superpowers and I want to be a good person, and then dealing with the turmoil around that, spliced behind the fact that he's still in high school, so there's your high school drama of this girl likes me. There's the bully at school. I still have to do all this stuff and just like. And the uh, principal is Winslow. Oh, really? Yeah, they animated him to look just like him and it's that's the awesome. same actor. That's awesome. That's re- that's <laughs> great. And so like I really enjoy the show. I definitely suggest it. And mm-hmm. um, it doesn't pull any punches with a lot of things, but it doesn't feel like. Nope. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't Watchmen-esque. Like, again, when I'm trying to explain people, it's like a mix of, like, Watchmen meets... Kick-Ass. Spider-Man. Meets Kick-Ass meets Spider-Man of Mm. just, like, it, it, again, that balance of adult content meets happy-go-lucky children's superhero story in an animated form. And that's, uh, so, I love Conan O'Brien. He's one of my favorite comedians. He was writer for a long time with Simpsons and SNL, and he's, he's been on record saying multiple times as a comedy writer the thing that you want the most is to write for an animated show because your comedy chops are not contained or capped no matter you're just like i want a tyrannosaurus rex flying in a helicopter you know or a world <laughs> war ii fighter plane or world war one fighter yeah. plane i can do it because it's an animated show and this show has that capability of like we can touch on any of the stuff that we want to, and it doesn't have to be dark and gritty and grounded. Like that side story of the guard who just wants his stepson to call him dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By uh, John Hamm. Yeah, John Hamm yeah. is um, the, the, the voice dad. actor yeah. behind it. Yeah. So, which again, the voice acting, like the credits of who voice acts mm-hmm. through this, is like legitimately. You're like, oh, and this person's in it, and this person's in it, and no, this Mark Hamill. Yeah, like. Mark Hamill, Stephen Yoon, uh, Sandra Cho, John Hamm, um, J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons, Walter wow. Goggins. Um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? He does the voice. He's the devil detective voice. Uh, um, Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy. I think Brown. he's multiple voices in this. Uh, I wouldn't be just, surprised. He's, he's just the just devil. Him? Well, yeah, he's okay. a he's like a legitimate like animated yes. voice actor. He's, so he's Lex Luthor in the in the. Justice League. Yeah, show. it's it's really good. Oh. I definitely suggest Invincible. And Andrew and I like anticipate when they're gonna do the credits every time. The, oh, the, the, title. the opening title. Oh Cause, yeah, because they always go, "Oh, his name is," and then they just cut. Yeah, mid sentence. Yeah, to Invincible. Invincible and splatter of blood. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. All right, Andrew, your time has come, buddy. Uh, so I finished seasons of two animes. Uh. Jujutsu Kaisen uh, ended. The last episode was awesome. Uh, and then the that time I got reincarnated as a Slime's ending was really good. Unfortunate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so now I'm just anticipating season three of that. Because it's definitely gotten to that point where that show is... I'm just waiting to see how they make him even more OP. Like, he... 
his character is just ridiculous to a point where I think they're trying to make him a god. And, like, that's the whole point of the show is his, like, ascension to being a god. So it's like everyone's like, oh, we're going to we need to go fight his minions as as our, like, you know, that's who we fight. And then he'll show up and then just wreck everyone. Yeah, well, it's it's like <coughs> with One Punch. One Punch does a really good job of like he's so powerful. Yeah, and they show it early on and they pull it back because the best part of One Punch is the surrounding characters, in my opinion. Yeah, of just like like because they're not super powerful. Mm-hmm. Here's the Superman, right, and everyone else that helps and fights him because he can't be everywhere at once, and they you know they write it interesting and with. And I uh, think the the best thing about One Punch is that. He just doesn't care. He doesn't yes, care. Yes, exactly. They write I, into the reason why he's yeah. not off just doing all this crazy stuff is because he's so apathetic yeah. uh, to life and mm-hmm. that it, all these other people surrounding him are so full of like vigor and, and virtue. We gotta, and we gotta, passion, we gotta fight and I need to do yeah. this. And, and, and it definitely has that. I think where this differs is it it's him becoming that, but like he's just... He's like five levels ahead of everyone, and so it's not like he's one like punch. literally in this one. Like they show us, like he's level I mean, ninety five. He or... They they don't go that far. Oh, okay. but uh, <laughs> and like the way that his character was set up is because the whole show is like he died in the normal world and then gets reincarnated in this fantasy world, and when he was dying. Like, the things he wanted to do in the new fantasy world gave him skills. And one of those skills was uh, Predator, <laughs> which sounds really weird. Uh, I'm right here. Come and kill me. Well, no, yeah, that's like, what I was thinking, too. Not oh, like, no, he was, like Chris now. Hansen Predator. That, the Chris Hansen Predator is... Oh, no. Is, because he's like, he died a virgin. So he was like... Because oh, he focused his entire oh, life that's on... that's right. You told me... He focused his entire life on work. And so, like... And he died saving, like, his mentee that he was, like, training. Um, and he's like, in this next life, I'm not holding back. I'm going to sleep with all the women. And so then he gets a skill called Predator. But then he gets reincarnated <laughs> as a slime. And so, but the skill is he, when he devours things, he gets their abilities. And so the, which is very powerful in this yeah, in this show is he starts like eating monsters and he starts getting their abilities, and then like he can. Well, Kirby is the true. He is. True he is. Ultimate, he yeah. is like an ultimate version of Kirby. Um, well, because no, he, Kirby is the apex. Well, he in Kirby the, can, in the Smash this, Ultimate uh, Universe. Kirby's the only. Oh, one he's the only. That's true. Yeah, because he's um, got the star. Yeah. Uh, this is canon. <laughs> Kirby's the the top dog. Uh, but. So it's just him like gaining more skills and then it just keeps getting more ridiculous and apparently when monsters get names they become more powerful and so he starts naming these different monsters and they become his friends and so he like establishes the monster kingdom and like the humans have a problem with that and so it's just it's really interesting and like they bring in like I mean interesting is a relative term <laughs> it is really interesting what does that have to do with him getting all the women? He gets no women. He's a slime. No, no, no. The ability that he got is called Predator, and it's the ability to, like, 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, the name Predator is the only thing that he got from that, but uh, but it's a like an extremely powerful ability. So Kevin, yes, Andrew's been reading this interesting manga that he was texting me about, and I, I know it's not a movie, but they're doing a TV show. The right? TV show is a, I've yet to watch the anime, but I I really want to. Did they so, finish the anime? So, uh, of. Of the anime that just came out? No. Well, didn't. I mean, I, yeah, I was like, are they going to finish it, or are you going to have to read the manga? I I don't know because it's like a, it's like a serialized, it's like a um, sitcom esque. Oh, kind okay, of manga. got it. So, I want you to say the name of the manga, and and Kevin, I want you to guess what it's about. <sighs> Let me make sure I get the. It's, <laughs> okay, it's he's like got to look it up. It's a good, it's a good sign. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm anticipating. With bated breath. Bated breath. <gasps> well, what what could it be? Do I need to pull it up? What what head? animal head does this character have on? <laughs> no animal heads. Okay. Yeah, there is no animal Not heads. Not in this I've one. Just, Not in this it's, one. I don't want to spoil too much about it. Of just like, when he said it to me, I was like, oh, what could that be about? And then he the, tells. The way of the house husband. The way of the house husband. Oh, that's not like. No, what do you think <laughs> it's about though? <laughs> stay-at-home dad okay gotcha. the way of the house husband yeah. yeah like a dad that oh no 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 no. Uh, a house a sentient house yeah okay oh. yeah the husband like, is like, actually a like house smart house yeah oh. with uh katie siegel yeah it's like a alexa gone like house level okay you, you, all right you're wrong andrew what okay. is the show uh, about? the show is a former yakuza boss who is now domesticated after getting married and is now just trying to live his life as a house husband. So, uh, so John Wick, basically, before uh, John Wick. <laughs> if John Wick still lived his life like John Wick, but as a husband. But I mean, like, I before guess. the prequel of John Wick. Like, yeah, but, had... like, but it kind of showed that John Wick before was, like, docile. But this is, like, he is still a so Yakuza you boss-esque. Think... You would character think he, as a husband. Yeah, you would think that you'd be like, oh, that means he's like trying to fight the the his ex life of yeah, crime yeah. and get used to being a housewife. No, 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 no. This guy is the best house husband, and all the qualities of a yakuza boss is in his qualities of being a house husband, and has no little to no interaction with his former crime life of yakuza. And anytime they, it's just anytime, him, it's just <laughs> anytime they're introduced, it's because of some chore that he has to do and like the other the other yakuza members like it always ends up being he has to help them out with some like domestic life chore and like one of his old mentees are just like they're like oh where have you been all this time because it goes off the grid to you know live this life and he's like oh i've just you know been living with my wife and then the guys, the guys like teach me your ways. So then it's like him trying to teach this guy the domestic life. But it's still like, anytime he goes to the butcher shop, it's just like he ends up bloodied because he's like butchering an animal. But like, there's there will be people who show up at his house, like to like a survey person shows up, like what have you been doing? And he's like covered in blood and he has a knife. He's like butchering, and it's just like like his whole intense character is ridiculous and he like he ends up yelling at the Roomba because it doesn't get the like corners of the room 
it's like it's it's a comedy and it's so funny. My my favorite line that Andrew told me about the, the manga was that I was like, oh, so the wife, do they have kids or anything? He's like, no, nope, they're no kids. He doesn't have to deal with being a dad or anything. I'm like, oh, what happened? And he's all like, oh, so she found him in an alley covered in blood and, you know, saved him from the Yakuza life. And now they're <laughs> doing this. And I was like, oh, okay. So like he was beat up and saved him. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're not sure if it's his blood or someone else's blood. She just found him in an alleyway and, you know, they now run off together. I yeah. was like, wait, what is what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. What does that even wow. mean? Yeah, and then she's like just as intense as he is, but she's she didn't live the Yakuza life. Um, <laughs> so it's like you would think she's like a docile kind of person, but it's like she's not at all. Um, no, it's, wow. it's a really... It's, yeah, I it's, just, a, it's a comedy, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, it was just one of those things. I was like, man, that's... Andrew, you just... <laughs> You may need to get some help. I was gonna, well, you might you might think that after this uh, this next. Oh, there's more. Well, the anime I started, oh. um, that just started this week, is called uh, "After Being Rejected, I Shave and Took in a High School Runaway." Um, I shave. <laughs> Kevin's gone. He's left. <laughs> That's the name of the of the anime. And took um, in a run. Is that just Black Bomba? Like that's just black. Oh, not black moan. Black snake moan. moan. Yeah, without the evil. Isn't he snake? Isn't he like no? He's really bad. No, he's really good. Oh, he wants to save her from because she's like a crackhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's living. Are there any snakes in that movie? (laughs) No, but there are on a plane. Mm. No, but the (laughs) the show is. I mean, it's the title is pretty much what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, literally, he just gets rejected, and then there's like, like a girl who's like living on the streets, and she's like, you know, I'll sleep with you if you let me stay with you. And he's like, I'm no, just, just you know, don't sleep with me. What are you doing? And then it's just like, and then yeah, so it's just a slice of life once again I'm, I'm glad there's windows here so i can just stare out the window yeah, just <laughs> go to, go to and G- question go to all of andrew's place. life choices <laughs> yeah oh that's not even that's not even no 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 there's another one that you know we you don't just, we don't need to talk yeah about. you don't even need to talk about <laughs> yeah. so before we we break and we start talking about stepbrothers i do i do want to have the question of the week for you guys okay. so mm-hmm. question of the week this week so this is pretty common with previous generations and decades of like oh back in my day and my kids you know you you have it too good and like every generation has their nostalgia like you know for us when we talk about the 90s right collectively that is a lot of our nostalgia of like talking about 90s cartoons or you know the nes and our video game ideas go listen to biomodded you're never going to get that five dollars so what i the question of the week is what do you think the nostalgia thing will be 30 to 40 years from now so when people are looking back at 2010 to 2020 what are people gonna what's that universes mcu stuff mcu mcu yeah will be the mcu titan uh failed uh Dooku. Count Dooku? No. No, no, no. The Dark dark Universe Cinematic Universe. It was uh, the Universal Monsters. 
they tried and failed. Do you two times? Do you think there's any movies or shows from the last ten years that are going to be like, you know, like people talk about Friends or Cheers? Always or, Sunny or oh, the Office. Always Sunny. Always well, Always Sunny has been on for like sixteen or seventeen years. Big Bang Office, Theory. Probably Office is almost already reaching this nostalgia. I mean, like things that have coming out within the last couple of years. Like, is there anything like The Good Place? Maybe something like I know The Good Place is pretty big. I think with Modern people. Family might be on there. Modern Family just ended. Yeah, that Brook, may not be Brook, a bad one. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mandalorian probably. Oon. Probably. Because I mean, the other choice is the sequels. It's a pretty easy choice. But is it? Can you guys think of any movie within the last like five-ish years that you think is going to be? Like, John oh. Wick, pretty much Nolan. Like, no one will seem to be standard. Because yeah. the, the thing that got me thinking about this is just, like, in Nobody, hit, uh, Bob Odenkirk's father, Christopher Lloyd, is in a retirement home, and he's sitting watching old Western Westerns, movies. Yeah. Right? That's what he's doing. And so it kind of makes me think of just, like, when we're old and I think the superhero movies will be 80s, our westerns. Like, you know, yeah. what are we what are we gonna be doing in our retirement homes? I'm gonna be watching Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say like the the MCU was a big enough cultural phenomenon yeah. in our day. Like it, it is the Star Wars of this generation, basically, where people well, are lining and, up to see the next one. And you, know? you have to like even with that, he's watching westerns, so he. That's something he was probably watching as a kid. So, like, yeah, for, for me, it's going to be, you know, I'm probably going to still be talking about that first season of Pokemon. You know, I'll, there are a lot of cartoons that I I really enjoyed, like the X-Men series and the Spider-Man TV show and... Mega all, Man. All my anime. Do you, think, do you think gaming will still be... Because we are reaching this, like, you know, people that are in their 50s. I don't think anybody can predict gaming. No, what I mean is, like, do you think we'll have, like, like online, like, gaming in, like, a retirement home style of thing of, like, I'm playing with the dude in room, you know, 405 or whatever. I, I think so. Like, we're I think on we could, playing I Halo think that's a possibility. You, so. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, gaming. I just think media is so important to us now than obviously than a lot of people in retirement. Like in retirement homes, obviously it's cliche, but like they're playing, you know, out in the yard. They're going on walks. They're reading books. They're gardening. That's not something. That's something that we will do. But technology and media are so important to who we are as we're growing up that it's going to probably be big yeah. in those retirement homes of like, mm-hmm. are you going to have these old people in VR units doing crazy <laughs> stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just. We're going to have uh, StarCraft matches where you can't, like, because you're arthritis, you yeah. can't, like, click <laughs> the mouse. Hey, no rushing. I got my siege That's tank no rushing. over here. That's the thing that you can't really predict. Like, maybe we'll be hooked up to something and it'll go off of our brain waves. That I, It'll be like a Stephen Hawking. I, just, I have a hard time believing that the whole hooked up to something will, the capabilities will be there. But because there's all this evil associated with we have so many movies of the terminator and this that and another is like like ai is, exactly yeah. like i think people are so aware of that that they almost want to avoid that style of thing how long has it been that we thought floating cars are going to be a thing flying cars and they they still aren't that style of thing of like i'm just not sure if we'll be at that point but with that said technology advancement 
now on a year to year basis is like greater than what it was on a decade to decade basis to like mm-hmm. just that entire boom. that's why that's why i don't think you can predict like we we couldn't have seen when we were playing the n64 where the computers and xbox yeah that's a good point and playstation could be now yeah that's that's a really good point. true same with like well what's interesting is like movies and tv shows granted they've gotten better and the style, obviously, with like subscription services and Netflix and different things like that, that is different. But the way we consume going to a movie theater and doing anything is the same way it was done 50 years ago. So I wonder if that sort of style will still be there 40, 50 years now, as far as like the like. As well, far we're as the we're in concerned. we're in the moment of turmoil where that could happen because. HBO like releasing movies on their subscription in theaters at the same time. I did hear that WB is cutting that come 2022. Mm. So oh, they're going which back. makes which <clears throat> makes sense because of the pandemic. Yeah, allowing people to still see movies and release things mm. on time and understanding where people are at, like that makes sense. So all right, well, when we come back, we'll we'll be talking about Step Brothers. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, let's talk about hi. the two. Th- hi, uh, let's talk about the 2008 Adam McKay comedy starring Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Do we just become best friends? Did we, Did we just, <laughs> I mean, you don't bump into Randy Jackson and, <laughs> and not that get his autograph. <laughs> so I, I do think it's important that before we start talking about it, some of the quotes, which inevitably will come out, have curse words. So just as a heads yeah. up, I feel know. like that's going to be. This wedding the, is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just going to be this whole. It's just uh, quoting. Like, I, I think mean, we're just going to quote the movie. So like, I think yeah. I, 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 I want to start with um, Andrew, who picked yeah. the movie. And we, are, we have, we talked about this uh, last week of just like we've fallen into this. I pick almost like an action oriented movie. Kevin picks a movie he's never seen before, <laughs> which is like every movie. Part. That's right. the the mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, you pick you pick the comedy, and then Ben picks a movie that's just some some indie movie. <laughs> Kevin picks a movie that most people have watched, but no, but he hasn't seen before. <laughs> and Ben is the opposite. And ben picks a movie that no one has ever heard of or ever watched, except for Ben. But he wants other people to watch it, and it turns out like surprisingly, like, oh, this is pretty good. It's yeah. balanced, perfectly balanced. But yeah. uh, but I do think I, with something I want to incorporate with these a little bit more is just asking. And Andrew picks the comedy. Uh, the person like why this movie? So why why did you pick Step Brothers? I I feel like when we talk about nostalgia and the early two thousands, there are movies that are there's comedies that are talked about. But I feel like no one brings up Step Brothers. Like I, okay. I, I really enjoy it, so I try to bring it up as much as possible. But like I always hear, you know, like Super Bad <laughs> is like one of the number ones. Uh, Anchorman, Anchorman. Um, more in that line. And then I think, I think there are are a lot less people that saw Step Brothers that I thought there were. Interesting. It, um, as you said, like talking about like we're gonna quote quite a bit of it. Of just like it is one of those movies, though. When you quote it, people know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. I wonder how much of it is though that Will Ferrell has kind of gone the way almost of 
Adam Sandler where there's so many Will Ferrell movies now. Yeah, and I think another reason is like this was the best John C. Riley Will Ferrell duo. Like they've they've tried to do it a couple of times afterwards, and it just didn't. What were the other ones? I think Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights, Semi Pro. I'm pretty sure. And and Sherlock. And that's he in Sherlock. Holmes. Holmes. That's what it's called. I don't know if John C. Riley was. Is yeah, I was going to say Semi Pro. I, I haven't seen. Maybe not. But that's it, the basketball. It is, it is one, one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. it's a It is one of those things. Who the f's where, Bambi? Um, <laughs> Will Ferrell. So no, let's talk more about the movie. I have yeah, a couple yeah. of questions more about the idea of just like. So you picked the movie, yeah, just because. and and so that's the like reason I picked it for the podcast. It's like my second favorite comedy of all time, mm-hmm. and so that's. What's your first? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, uh, I cool it's, beans. It's one of those movies that I can. The only reason I don't throw it on more is because of the inappropriateness of it. Just because, like, with Hot Rod, I can just go through that on and watch it with anyone. Whereas, like, you know, I have to be. With the right type of people to watch Step Brothers with, you know um, your grandparents. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely not. Well, movie here in forty years from now, you're gonna <laughs> I be know. the grandparents. I'm going to be showing showing Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Dang Step Brothers movie. It's also just such a ridiculous concept. I'm not calling him dad. I'm not calling. Not calling him dad. Knife and there's fire. I will roundhouse. It's just like it's such a ridiculous concept, and it just works so well. Because it doesn't take itself seriously at any point. Which, it's funny you bring that up because when researching the movie, one of the interesting things of uh, Adam McKay, who was a part of the Talladega Nights crew, mm-hmm. while they were on set, he came up with the idea for Step Brothers and just said, on, ta- he lo- on, on Talladega, Talladega Nights, he's like, he loved John C. Riley's and Will Ferrell's chemistry so much. He's like, you know. They're almost like stepbrothers. Mm. He's like, what if I just did a movie in that way? That makes sense. And that because... just led into what stepbrothers, yeah. what we know it as today. And it's, it's, there's very few, that makes a lot of sense because there are very few movies where literally the entire movie is based off of the, those two people and what they do. Like, I guess Dumb and Dumber might be an, another. Dumb, there are a few of them. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Twins. Um, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I just feel like they introduce other characters in that that are like a, like more. They're really invested in the plot of where Have you seen Wayne's World. Yes. Um, and it just. I guess it is the the early Strange Brew, the early two thousands of Wayne's World. I think that might be. No, I got, what, I yeah, got you. Yeah. But it, it it's along those lines. Yes, yeah. this movie doesn't in a different way. But mm-hmm. those are just the ideas of just like. What if we did a movie like, and they were in a movie together? But what if we did a movie where it's just like, no holds barred, do what you want yeah. style of thing? Because in Talladega Nights, it is set in this backdrop of racing and mm-hmm. doing this and doing that. And but Step Brothers is kind of like, you guys are just 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 do it. Like yeah. Will Ferrell, John C. Yeah. Riley, you guys just be funny and yeah. like let's put you guys in these real world situations and and, and see how far we. The can reason take it. it's so quotable for me is just because like. It's just lines I've never heard in an, in any movie. <laughs> when he's burying him in the backyard. Like, Are you putting dirt on me? <laughs> Shh, gotta wake the neighbors. <laughs> it's just like it's just so it's just so good. Uh Kevin, what are your experiences with Separate? Well, I watched it um 
I know Andrew with you. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who else was there. Cody. Cody was there. Yeah. And That's a good bet. I obviously really enjoyed it. It's one of my it's definitely in the upper echelon of Will Ferrell movies, which I it's interesting that that you said that the idea kind of came from just John C. Riley and Will Ferrell's chemistry and they they're just like just make a movie. Because I feel like with Will Ferrell some of the funniest things I've ever seen him in have been his interviews on Conan. It's just their interaction is just so good. Yeah, and I feel like there's been some movies with Will Ferrell where it's like the more kind of rehearsed feeling that it is, the less funny it is sometimes. There's things where, you know, certain things where he tries to be funny, but it feels kind of too contrived and not off the cuff enough. And I feel like Step Brothers is one of those movies where it just kind of flows really naturally. Will Ferrell is the rock of SNL. Right, the idea of like, like Dwayne Johnson, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Okay, where the WWE, oh. <laughs> those guys broke off. Every one of them did movies. They did bit parts. Hulk Hogan being in stuff. Steve Austin, or, or now John Cena, just like, but no one ever took them seriously. They're always the wrestler in these movies. Right. And The Rock, it took a little bit to break into it. And like, you know, Will Ferrell did Night at the Rock, sparing some of these things. But then when you let him be Will Ferrell, right. that's when he's at his best. And it's not, and he, like Stranger Than Fiction, I thoroughly enjoy that movie, but it's like when you're just like, Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell, I'm not going to put you in this box of like, this is the script, this is how things are going to do. It's just like, we have a general idea of what we want to do, and we're kind of almost going to let you write and play this character. Yeah. And and then you pair that with John C. Riley, who is also in that same boat of just like, John C. Riley as peak of just letting him be who he yeah, is. Yeah, just be him. It's just like it's... having that combo where they just riff off of each other. And and it's even more than that with Step Brothers is like the the situations they get themselves into, it's just like in themselves are funny. Like the fact that they get beat up by elementary school kids. On the and way, then, and yeah. the on the way home, and then the last scene, like the dog shit, <laughs> and then the last scene is them beating up all the kids. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> in an action movie, in an action movie sequence, down and it's just like there's so much of this movie, and like you know, they buy them a pirate a belly full of dog shit, and then you lay <laughs> this on me. <laughs> Uh, My favorite yeah. quote of the movie, of course, you know, <laughs> still the, you're, you're incredible. incredible. After she has sex with him in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to roll you up in a big furry <laughs> ball. And every time I, I, I feel yeah, tickled down there, I just see your hair. You. It's you. <laughs> which Catherine Hahn. Yeah, yeah I, which I, I yeah. had forgotten until I think Andrew told me. And yeah, was like, oh. she's really good. What she's about really you, funny. Ben? What was your experience with Step Brothers? Uh, so this was one of the few comedies I saw in theaters at Syntopia, the original one. Dang. And that was a... After that, I was like, okay, this experience really isn't for comedies. Because mm-hmm. we had uh, seen a couple of movies beforehand that it was like, oh, this is awesome to see in Syntopia on this huge uh, high-def screen. But but it was still like we laughed the entire time and yeah. so many memorable moments. Yeah, so for me... This was the first movie I saw when I got out of basic training, where it dropped because I was when I joined in two thousand and eight, and when uh, I was in a new place in the middle of New York, didn't know anyone. They drove me out in the middle of nowhere and said, "Hey, you stay here." 
figure it out type of a thing. And it's just like, you know, I went and, uh, uh, my roommate, um, a good guy, um, in hindsight dealt with a lot of my BS during that time. Uh, it was like, Hey, I ran this movie called Step Brothers. You want to watch it? And just on this tiny screen, <laughs> right? Like yeah. tube, tube TV, we watched it. And I was just like, this is incredible. This is yeah. just like, wow, this is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen style of thing. And, um, Step Brothers, again, the quotability of it. And it's, it's just one of those things. So I, I want to ask you guys this question about Step Brothers in itself. And I, you said it was underrated, which was super interesting. And maybe it's just my own personal experience. I think it's, I think it's more now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in, back in 2008, it definitely had that Napoleon Dynamite of, like, everyone had seen it. But, like, I just, I don't see it brought up. No, ever. that's, yeah. that, that is interesting because I, I'm wondering of, like, maybe you guys will disagree. This maybe won't. Is The Office the greatest universal comedy TV show? It may not be everyone's favorites, but in that you can talk to 10 people and 10 out of 10 people are like, The Office is funny. You know what I'm saying? I would, yeah, For the I, most part, I, don't, is, I don't know anyone who would say The Office isn't funny or... Unless they're trying to be, you know, contrarian. Yeah, contrarian. I mean, the only thing you. I've seen, like, I've heard a few people say, I've never seen an episode of The Office. And that's, yeah. and that's fine. I'm just wondering, is Step Brothers that for comedy movies? Can you think of another comedy movie that is as universal as I think I would Step say Brothers? Step is? Brothers and Hot Rod are both in that category of. But on, the problem with on, Hot Rod is it's it's I would I would say twice as many people have seen Step Brothers than Hot Rod. Correct. Yeah. 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 I would I would say that I don't know anyone who has seen Step Brothers. And said they didn't find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering of like probably everyone uh, has their own favorite comedy movie. It's just like no, that wouldn't be. I was gonna say Napoleon Dynamite, but there's a lot of people who found that's just stupid. Yeah, that's not a bad example though. No, the Napoleon Dynamite of just like it's just one of those things where you ask people to list their favorite top ten comedies of all time. Which movie shows up on the most top tens? Like I like I think Step Brothers has an argument of. Being that movie, there. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just so really interesting, super funny. Uh, got a couple of interesting facts for you guys mm. here on the movie. Um, we already talked about Adam McKay and how they came up with the idea. So, Adam Scott, who plays Derek, the older brother, yes. um, <laughs> That's right. just which punch, is so interesting because you want to punch me in the face. Right you now. want to punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> He, he just, plays such a good douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they do such a, a great opening sequence of them singing <laughs> yes. "Sweet Child of Mine" in the car. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna take it home here." And he's just, "I'm daring." <laughs> like, it's just super funny. Of like, the next time you see him, really in anything, is Parks and Rec, and yeah. he's just a night and day different character. character yeah. of this down-to-earth, nerdy, analytical guy. Mm. And it's just like, oh, Adam Scott is excellent and really funny. Yeah. And his character's super interesting. But the reason why I bring it up is originally John Hamm was supposed to play Huh. I don't know if it would have been the same. I No, I agree. Yeah, like Adam Scott pulls off... Because John Hamm can do douchebag, but like he's still still the handsome douchebag. So it's like, it's still hard to hate him. I, I think it would have been more like like Bradley Cooper in um, Wedding Crashers, like the good-looking yeah. douchebag. Yeah. Brother. Whereas with Adam Scott, just he has that like slimy, 
looking douchebag look in that movie. <laughs> which, uh, which, by the way, he looks almost exactly like our friend Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is funny. But what's like also kind of interesting is they impose like the sliminess to him. He looks slimy, but like when he's like, you know, look at these abs. Yeah, yeah. Like it's someone else's abs, or yeah. like when he's singing in the car, that's someone else's voice. Yeah. Who's singing in the car, like like imposed mm-hmm. on there? So it's just like for him to reach these levels of duba- uh, douchebaggery, mm-hmm. it is imposed, yeah. As opposed to like other people when they get like I hired Channing Tatum to play that guy. Channing Tatum is going to dance because that's what he's going to do. He's mm-hmm. going to go shirtless. Channing Tatum is going to be <laughs> Channing Tatum and be that douchebag. Yeah. But Adam Scott was like, I'm just going to use my comedy chops and the way I look. And yeah. you're going to impose all this other stuff that it and, is and, not a and part of who And he you is. know it's fake, and so it just you're, adds you're right. on to that he, fakeness. He has to he has to play up to that character where John Hamm can just kind of be that person. exactly. Yeah. You're right. So and I yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking of Adam Scott and Scott because in the movie Krampus he wears that cardigan. <laughs> oh that, yeah, Scott yeah. has the exact <laughs> cardigan. And I'm like. Did, did you see this before buying the cardigan? <laughs> yeah, uh, Krampus underrated. Oh yeah, good movie. Yes. Uh, uh, when we were having parties and you and Scott showed up because you're Miles' friends, uh, I, I was like, Andrew, that's Ben from Parks and Rec. <laughs> See, and the funny thing is he's he looks more like Ben from Parks and Rec than yeah. he does yeah. the character from Step Brothers. But no, I... That, <laughs> he's embraced it. That yeah. character... And acts a lot more like Ben. Yeah. That character is just... He adds so much to the movie, especially when he ends up hiring Will Ferrell and then his... His employees are also just douchebags, and there's the guy. Like, we eat that shit like Kobayashi. <laughs> 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 that guy. That guy's like, I just you got a punchable face. I just want to. Anything I can. Pow. Anything I can do to. Nope. To <laughs> it's just uh, other thing for this next fact. There's the great sequence when John C. Riley's character comes home. He's like, Why are you sweating? <laughs> yeah, the, I was watching cops. I was, I was watching cops. <laughs> cops. Did you touch? Did you touch my oh, drum, drum set? set? I'm gonna put my nuts set all over your drum set. Everyone knows <laughs> cops doesn't come on until four. <laughs> well, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody, it's a it's the, a little known fact. The uh, prosthetic testicles that yeah. were used on the drum set were cost more than ten thousand oh dollars to make, and Will Ferrell still has them to this day. So uh, if if they cost that much, I would keep them too. Yeah, you would that, definitely that absolutely sequence hold on to them. <laughs> ends up like becoming like one of my favorite parts of the movie because they start fighting in the yard, and then like, <laughs> and then the mom comes home, and Will Ferrell's like, he tried to rape me, and then, and then she's like, I heard my son yell rape today, and it's just like, oh there's just the movie is just like all the way, yeah. even from like the opening sequence. Of like when he's talking about getting high, he's like, "Yeah, I get high with Johnny Hopkins." And the mom's like, "Do you even know no. Johnny Hopkins?" It was Johnny Hopkins and Slater Kenny, and they're blazing that shit up every day. It's like immediately, it just immediately jumps into. She I'm got some like, of the old bull, and now she wants some of the young calf. So I have this, this arrow, arrow of pubes, pubes. <laughs> straight down. Water coming from from the top of my head down to my ball fro, and, <laughs> and he's the, like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Where he just breaks. So Richard Jenkins, who plays yeah. the father, um, two things with him when I was researching is he actually worked for John C. Riley's dad before really? he became an actor. Okay, so there was a, a oh. connection there. Also, there was a, originally a scene where uh, Richard Jenkins is supposed to get bit by a dog, 
Okay. And uh, he came in the next day and he actually got bit by the dog and he's like limping. He's like talking to Adam McKay, the director. He's like, should I like walk with a limp or do anything here or uh, do anything crazy? <laughs> Adam McKay goes, we're not going to keep the scene. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he's like, I literally dog. got my ass bit by a dog. <laughs> and you're just like, nah, we're going to cut that scene. Don't worry about it. And he's just like, what the, like, what are you doing here? I had just seen uh, Cabin in the Woods before seeing Step Brothers. Oh, oh so, yeah. he's so he's, good at yeah, that. Yeah. Under underrated, <laughs> underrated. All his little quips are so funny, and it the, like the first time you see it, you kind of miss like what he's saying, and it's uh, on second watch. Cabin in the woods. Yeah, extra watches. Like it's so funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. just the underbreath stuff he says. It's yeah, really well done. <laughs> the whole uh, dinner sequence, like share your secret sauce. That's my secret. Oh, yeah, sauce. that's my secret sauce. It's just mayonnaise and ketchup. Yeah, it's just, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and he's eating chicken nuggets. Or, yeah, dinosaur nuggets, right? Yeah. Like dinosaur, dinosaur nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. And we haven't even talked about boats and hoes. Oh, man. Boats, and prestige boats Worldwide. And boats and hoes. Like, prestige Worldwide. There's just so much on the movie and that's like, so quotable. And, and then, like, when the ship just crashes into the side of the, the <laughs> cape, and you're just like, they they put that in their presentation. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments is at the end, because he keeps saying that he's in love with his therapist. And then, yes. like, after she hears him singing, she, I've, I've she walked 10,000 miles, miles to, to give, give you my seed. <laughs> it's like busts into the room wearing a lumberjack outfit. And it's like that's her fantasy of him after hearing him sing. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, it's just so good. So, before we end, I got to ask do you think Will Ferrell's run of comedies around this time is arguably one of the greatest? Right, you have Anchorman, Semi Pro, Talladega Nights, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. I mean, Adam Sandler has a great run. Jim Carrey has a great run. Right, audiences, yes. Step Brothers is the only film I enjoyed. Really? Yeah, Ben doesn't like. I don't like Will Ferrell's comedy. I get that. Do you like Stranger Than Fiction? Yep. Okay, I I would assume you would like. That's when he's more down to earth and not ridiculous. I think John C. What about Elf? No, I can't stand Elf. Oh, you don't like Elf? I can't stand that Will Ferrell. I uh, I think I like this one because John C. Riley is so funny and I love him that it works. John C. Riley is an excellent actor yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's that's he grounds Will a little bit more in this, and I I just can't stand his his type of comedy. Hmm. See, and that that's why, like what I mentioned earlier about how Will Ferrell sometimes hits the spot where it's like. It's too Will Ferrell-y, yeah. almost, mm-hmm. yep. for yep. its own good. And that's I feel like Elf is just nonstop that, that he's just irritating and annoying. Well, I, I would make the argument of, like, that's the point of it. Yeah. He's supposed that's, to I, feel sugary. And it, and it was his first major break, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, that's I, I, I don't think I enjoy the annoying comedy. Yeah. Unless he's grounded with John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey. A movie that not a lot of people have seen is Old School. Old School. You're my boy, Blue. That's <laughs> and, true. And Will Ferrell's in that, where he does the ribbon dance at the end. Old School was the movie that... So, if you've watched the behind the scenes of Elf, they weren't sure that they were going to get it off the ground with uh, John Favreau and uh, the studios trying to do all this stuff. And like 
when they were trying to get Will Ferrell onto it, they weren't sure. He was this unknown presence on SNL, but he was ready to break free. And they're just like, oh, we got to get him. We got to get him. And like when they finally got him onto Elf, they were super excited. Then Old School came out. Okay. And he exploded yeah. Yeah. after Old School. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a, well, and then, and then Anchorman kind of solidified yeah. him. That's yeah. yeah, that's what I'm asking of like this run of comedies. Can you th- like Adam Sandler had like Big Daddy and Billy Madison and like Jim Carrey with Liar Liar and The Mask and just his whole run throughout the the 90s. And then obviously a lot of people will bring up like Richard Pryor, um, a little bit older. So it's just it's one of those uh, things of like Richard Pryor and uh, what's his name Naked Gun. Oh, um, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. Yep. Which is a different style of comedy, but if you love mm-hmm. his comedy, um, that's right up there with it. So I'm just like, I have a hard time thinking of like a, has anyone been on more fire than Will Ferrell was during those like that five or six stretch movie style of things? I, I think, uh, oh, go ahead. I think with the fact that they try to make so many sequels based off of his movies, I think my... Anchorman 2 is Anch- funny, Anchorman 2, yeah. But yeah, I see what Well, yeah, I mean, I don't... I'm not saying they were successful and just that like people wanted or studios thought people wanted sequels. So I think that might play into it a little bit more. Cause you also have like blades of glory as well. Yeah. Which um, I oh, would say true. blades of glory is a dud. Correct. But I've not seen that one either. Yeah. One, one movie that teeters for me as like too much. Will Ferrell's the other guys. I love the other guys. But oh. the, my favorite part of that okay, movie... That's, that's also another one I enjoyed. But, that, but that's because he's balanced he's grounded by, yeah, by Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Yeah, and, and the best part of that movie is Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. Because he's like... Now, you chief. don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> so at this Did point... you just quote TLC? So at this point... I don't, do I don't you, know who you... What are you talking are about? Are you just messing with he's us like, now? He's like, because I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> I don't want no scrubs. scrubs. <laughs> he's like, all but, right. Now <laughs> Cody and I constantly... My friend Cody and I talk about how... Our friend Cody, sorry. Um... Uh, no, he's he, fine. Take him. How he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, I have a, a day job as a police chief. I'm a manager at Bed Bath Bed, and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> and then they go visit him. He's yeah. like, you here for the new Bathman? <laughs> he's like Michael an entirely Keaton. different person. Oh, he's just so good. And but, how Eva Mendez is like Will Ferrell's super hot wife. Oh, but he, just... but like he makes her sound so plain. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you Gators, Jimmy's, Gators, bitch, better be Jimmy's. What did he say when she like comes dressed for dinner in that dress? He's like, you, you look like kind of like a slut. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it, dude, it's so, uh, which kind of almost plays in his real life because he's married to a, a German, I want to say German model or Norwegian Will model. Well, Farrell is. Yeah, and oh, okay. she's drop dead gorgeous well, uh, yeah. style of it's like, just, but, but like every, that isn't every the woman. Case with, your average looking comedy style people normally mm. they're married to either another comedy uh, actress mm. or like a writer or an exec more often than not they don't punch above their weight like some other well jim carrey had he was with uh what's her face i think he's jenny mccarthy the snozberries taste like snozberries guy from uh oh what was that uh, oh, Super Troopers? Super Troopers. Oh. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. yeah, and then That's... Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen with uh, Isla Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Like, a lot of these comedy guys... Funny people. Yeah. I mean, they, they're they probably a lot of fun to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy's big. 
But I mean, like Chris Pratt was with Anna Faris. True. Right. And now his game is with married. Schwarzenegger's. Yep, he married yeah. Schwarzenegger's daughter. daughter. Yeah. Although Chris Pratt is like hot. Yeah, he's like equal. Yeah. To you know, he's not like Will Ferrell to a supermodel. Yeah. No, I got you. I'm I'm right there with you. All right. Any any more closing thoughts on on Step Brothers? <coughs> I'm not calling him dad. <laughs> not even if there's a fire. <laughs> So every every uh, Will Ferrell movie needs one of those Will Ferrell outbursts. This is a house of learning <laughs> doctors. <laughs> their their introduction to each other is when they're staring at each, each other, other. <laughs> yeah. and then they're like, "You can call me Nighthawk. You can call me Dragon." <laughs> it's just like they come up with ridiculous oh. names for each other. Oh, when they become best friends yeah. and they run into the parents' house uh, at like midnight and it's oh, like, yeah. "Can we build a bunk yeah. bed?" <laughs> So, so, much, so much so more much room, room for activities. Oh my god, why did you let us do this? He's dying. There's blood everywhere. They're like, they're like, you guys are adults. You can do whatever you want. The parents yeah. are just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> the so Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. Every time I like clean a room or anything, I always do. I just start dancing around. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much Agreed. room for activities. Yep, I, I the ones that I is there like so you bring that up is there anything from Step Brothers is like a go to quote for you like uh, I'm not calling him dad is a pretty that's pretty I, I, I use the so much more room for activities, activities a lot um, there's a line where John C Riley says something to Will Ferrell and I forget it but they're in their beds at, it's like their last fight <clears throat> and John C Riley says something to Will Ferrell and Will Ferrell goes you don't say that. <laughs> It's just like this, like he was insulting John C. Riley, and John C. Riley insults him back, and he just goes, "You don't say that." And it's just like the most like whiny like tantrum, and like I, I, at my old job at Sears, we used to do that all the time, where like someone would say, "Someone was like, that's not how you're supposed to do that," and they were just like, "You don't say that," and just each other all the time. The best part about that movie is that I can imagine. Those, those two guys interacting and actually saying those things. Yes. Yeah. Like just in passing. With oh man, other. when they dress up as the Nazi and the KKK member doing yard work. Uh, <laughs> howdy so, neighbor. So, yeah, howdy neighbor. So that way no one buys their house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's excellent. It's really good. But before we go, mm. oh, we got the game. Today. Oh, we got a game today. Yay. So, tip of the tongue, mm-hmm. this week's mm-hmm. theme is 2008. Ah. So, Ooh. Step Brothers came 2000 out in 2008. Late. All right, and that's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the theme, all these movies were released in 2008. Okay. Cool. All right. So, I have 10 movies for you guys. All right, first one. I am... Kevin. you guys... No, uh, no, keep going. <laughs> Guess the movie correctly. Kevin. Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> 2008. That was the first... When you said 2008, I was like, Iron Man. There you go. All right, here you go. Next movie. I promise I won't bite, and maybe we can all get coffee and be depressed in our flannel shirts together. Kevin. Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 We found it. Kevin found it. This is my year. Kevin my watched year. every movie in 2008. Yeah. I haven't seen any Twilight movies, actually. <laughs> yeah. I just right. know, you know. Here we go. Next movie. 
Domo origato, misto, robato. Please don't put me in the trash compacto. Don't get mad at me that you're <laughs> a keep, fat, so don't. Uh, ben, 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 Ben. I forgot the name. Wally. <laughs> yes, Wally. Jumped from my brain. Uh, <laughs> you got it. All right, here we go. Hi, Tom. I'm reporting from somewhere in the middle of downtown. There seems to be some sort of monster ransacking... And Kevin. Cloverfield. It is. Cloverfield. How <laughs> <laughs> right. dare Kevin, you. Kevin did watch every movie in 2000. I, I have seen Cloverfield, yeah. All right, here's the next one. Aliens. Why did it have to be aliens? Ben. Ooh. It was kind of a tie. Kevin, who do you think it was? I think Andrew by a hair. Cowboys versus aliens? No. Oh. Oh, oh darn it. Keep going. That's that's it. That's my thing. That's so it. you know it's a I, I, who, who's is there an IMDB thing? <clears throat> no, no, oh. no. Ben, Ben, just think. Harrison Ford and Aliens. <sighs> what? Kevin. Indiana Jones Crystal Skull. <laughs> Indiana Jones, then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That is that is Thank correct. you, Andrew. <laughs> I tried to <laughs> tried to forget about that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Ah, 2008, the year of superhero movies. I almost forgot that this one came out, and it's not based on a comic book. Andrew. Ben. Ken. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. No. Oh. <laughs> ben? Was that that's, gonna be? that's what, <laughs> that what you guess. Uh, uh, IMDb. <laughs> no, Kevin has Kevin. Yeah. Green Hornet? No. That's, that's based, based on, on a comic book. Damn it. IMDb? Uh, I'm to be is not going to help you. <laughs> Why? It's not Hitchcock. Hitchcock was the Will Smith uh, comedy on uh, relationships where he helps Kevin James find. Oh, Kevin. Oh, no. Okay. no, no well, I can't guessed. do it again. You already yeah. guessed. I know what it is. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Andrew. No, but it was, I, I, wait, that, no, 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 no. I'm saying Andrew is like, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, why would he be in two movies that sound. Identical. Because it's Will Smith. <laughs> I, I I, can't remember the name of it. All right, let him know. I know, I know what it Hancock. is. Hancock. 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 Yeah. Hancock. Yep. Oh what did you say? Hitchcock. He Hitchcock. said Hitchcock, movie, which is a Will Smith movie Hitch. around that time. <laughs> Wait, so is it, it was Hitchcock Hitch. or is no, it, it was Hitch? Hitch. Sorry. Hitch. Yeah, Hitch. Hitch. I, I, I like, combined them together. <laughs> That's, I, I was. I swore you <laughs> you got it right, so I was like, oh, yeah. Andrew gets half a point. He kind of gets a half point. Next one. I'm just a dude playing another dude that hopes you guess this movie. Okay. Survive. Andrew? Yeah. Is it... Uh, oh, my gosh. Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder. Oh! I was like, in my that head, was I was thinking... Oh. Uh, for some reason, Tropic Express came into my head. Wow, well, I have uh, seen a lot of movies. put it on this list. Pineapple Express came out in 2008. Oh, okay. okay. Nice. All right, here you go. Before you hit me with that keyboard, maybe you can use your mind bullets and curve a guess Kevin. this movie. Kevin. Wanted. Wanted. That's correct. It said mind bullets and suddenly just thought of Wonder Boy from... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, I did see Wonder a lot of movies Boy. in 2008. Holy cow. <laughs> right, so far, except for Twilight, I seen I saw all of these in, at Cinetopia. Yeah. <laughs> that, it was 2008. Two, the, yeah. Two left. Here you go. You and your friends are dead if you don't guess this movie. Oh. I, I don't Do you know, know who you're messing with? 
You know whose money you're stealing? No? Uh, Andrew? Oh, there will be blood? No. Uh, Ben. Uh, Dark Knight Riot. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Oh. Dark Knight the, was 2008? Yeah. Oh my. I saw that in IMAX in Boise, Idaho. Oh, yeah, no. That, Dark Knight okay. was 2008. Wait, it's the opening sequence. Boise, Idaho. You know whose money it you're was stealing? The closest uh, IMAX you and your time. friends are dead. <laughs> Did you visit Scott while you were there? He wasn't there. Also, Ben didn't was know Scott at the time. I yeah, 2008. I didn't know Scott. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't you visit him, Ben? I don't know. I'm here to visit Scott. One? I don't know. Him. All right, here we go. Consequences with backwards starts who man a of story that tells. I hate you so much. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Consequences with backwards starts who man a of story that tells. Backwards. Oh. I feel like Memento was before. Yes, Memento was. It was long before. Way before. Backwards. Uh, Humanity, it starts. Humanity. I'll give give it a hint. I left out words because it would give away the movie. (laughs) Okay. I guess we might need that. Can you say? Can you say what you said again? Yes. <laughs> Consequences with backwards starts. Who man a of story that tells? Here, I'll give. I'll give a clue. You ready? Okay. Tells the story. It tells the story of a man who starts backwards with consequences. Oh, uh, Benjamin Button. The, the Curious Case uh, of Benjamin Button. I saw that movie too. I uh, I just wrote Jeez. the IMDb synopsis backwards. Okay. And then just spread it backwards. <laughs> okay, I was thinking, yeah. I gotcha. There it is. I think Kevin won. Kevin, yeah. I, I saw Kevin so won. many movies that year. Well, that must have been my year. Was Every other year. year is not Kevin's my year. year. <laughs> 2008. Yeah, that, that was the year I peaked. It's <laughs> it all downhill after that. Uh, before we go, Ben, do you know what movie for next time? Oh, boy. A Ghost Story. A Ghost Story? Yep. I don't even know. Starring... Casey Affleck. Oh, mm. I love Casey Affleck. Yep, he's in a sheet and doesn't talk the entire movie. Nice. Have fun. <laughs> All right, we're in for a ride. Okay.